All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome you to another episode of We Create Music TV. I am your host, B. Vaughn, and today we got my man, music producer and sound designer, Payday. What's good, brother? Man, everything. How are really? you, man? man? I'm doing good, Appreciate man. you being here, man. Man, I, man, look, it's an honor. An honor, brother. I appreciate, I appreciate you. you. I appreciate you. So let's get into it, man. I'm glad you traveled all the way. I mean, I'm sure you didn't travel all the way down here just for this. But, you know what I'm saying? We got the homies up. In case y'all know, they ain't in the background. We got the homies over here in the back. You know what I'm saying? But uh, shout out to the homies who, who came through, Johanse and, and Corey. But, uh, man, welcome to the show, brother. I greatly appreciate it. Oh, man, I'm really a fan, appreciate bro. it. All right, so let's get into it. So let's talk about how you got started in this whole music industry. Man, all right. I'm going to go way back. Um, my father is, is a singer. Okay. And so when I was um, just a little kid, I remember my father going on tour with Smokey Robinson and the Miracles. Ah, nice. And so he was, he would run with everybody on Motown and everything. Mm -hmm. And as a little kid and being the, uh, his firstborn, guess who got pulled into every session that That's he right. possibly could? Me. That's right. So... Because parents, we just drag our kids everywhere. Man, man, for real. So I, I remember I was the kid that like climbed in the drum set, you know mm. what I'm saying? When mm -hmm. you know, the drummer would walk off and everything and all that kind of stuff. They got me on camera and pictures and stories and everything. <laughs> yeah, it's bad, bro. Like you get around my, my dad's old band members, man, mm. they, they, they ripped the mess out of me. So but <laughs> 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 I remember when you was at, so you were this little, you were yeah, doing all these things. Yeah, you remember that? No, I don't, I don't remember, that. remember that. No, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to remember that. But, right. So, yeah, I would uh, get put into that, man. I remember. Um, I, I, matter of fact, I think my father got some pictures. I remember being in my teens, and he would have me in mixing sessions. Mm. And um, I would memorize everything that was being done just because I was around it so mm. much. Um, so I knew, but I didn't really want to have anything to do with music as a kid. Wow. It, it wasn't like a passion, but mm -hmm. I was around it so much that it just kind of happened. So I started, um, I remember being in the studio and not wanting to be there because I wanted to chase women. Um, you know, that was, you know, that interfered. I yeah. could have been at, you know, somewhere where some girls was. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the studio. Right. Um, but that turned into, I started writing songs for my dad and other people. Mm. Um, so at like, 13, 14, uh, became a published songwriter, nice. uh, writing songs for them. Then um, I started getting with a couple of his other bandmates who um, were younger than mm. he was. And they listened to all the, the hip hop, you know, and everything that we grew up off of, Ice Cube, all that. I remember one cat, PB in particular, um, was one of the cats that I got with. And we started, I started actually helping him co-produce beats for me. Oh, wow. So I'd pick out samples and everything, and I got into rapping. So I was a rapper, and mm. at one point, I, I don't remember all the details, but I remember I put together a couple of demos. And because my father was in the industry, uh, one of the demos got sent off to Biv 10 Records, okay. uh, which was Michael Bivin's label at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. And um, I actually got offered a deal. Wow. And I remember my father was like, yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> like, yeah, this was probably the wisest thing ever. Mm. In hindsight, mm -hmm. you know, I was like, yeah, no, nah, I'm glad I did not do that. Wow. My mom and dad was like, not having that. 
But um, at the time, that was not my reaction. Okay. <laughs> right. You're not George. No, no, no. I was like, all I could see was women and money. Right. And of course, that I would have been one of them Hollywood stories. Mm. <laughs> mm. So A true E Hollywood story. Right. He used to be. What happened? Where is right. he? Where now? is he now? Right. Yeah. That, mm. that probably would have been me. I was an idiot. So, um, but from there, um, I kept working with my father, and at one point, um, I was always a huge music fan. Mm-hmm. So I collected music like you wouldn't believe, bro. Like my CD collection from man was ridiculous. I spent okay. everything I possibly could on CDs. I buy even the, the stuff that was trash. If wow. had at least one song that might be good. It might be good. <laughs> I was buying it. I remember I remember going to the music store plenty of Tuesdays because everything got released on no, Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Yep. So I go to the store and I sit up in there and I remember digging through everything knowing it wasn't nothing good. Mm-hmm. I remember just starting to buy random stuff. So then I started listening to stuff outside of urban music. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of even the typical... And I, okay, rewind. I originally, my first music that I ever bought was Stinging the Police. I didn't even know what hip-hop wow. in, was until Kumo D. Like, literally, Kumo D, I think I Go to Work, was the first hip-hop song I ever heard. Mm. And that was because he was on the Apollo. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what is this hip-hop stuff? You know, like on the black leather and all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like, I was a rock fan um, growing up. So, but we, back to what I'm saying. So I, at one point I was just buying all the urban music. Mm-hmm. And so then I started just buying anything because it was like, I want, I need to buy something. I need to keep, you know, I was just mm-hmm. addicted to it. Till one day I got with one of my buddies um, and me and him decided because we were talking about all the money we we're spending and all the cds and we talk about everything mm-hmm. you know all the credits and one day he looks at me and says man i got an idea i'm like what he was like man i know what we can do to be able to afford buying more music because mm-hmm. you know this this is a lot of, i'm like yeah mm-hmm. man, man this i'm like man bro i can't <laughs> gotta mm-hmm. figure something out all my money like, going to cd right he was like we should become djs see then and this was and at the time it was like brilliant he was like so we can spend and play all the money uh, all the music that we spending money on mm-hmm. and get paid Pay for it. to play it that's right and then we can spend that on more music i was like bro that's genius, genius. let let's do yeah, it because you already have a catalog of right. music everywhere mind you though at the time did you know cd mixers was like brand new that was a brand new idea Mm-hmm. So me and him put together this set where we were like half digital on CDs and then half on records. Oh, okay. And so we started doing, you name it, like all types of different sets. And we started with everybody that we had graduated with or mm-hmm. underclassmen. Mm-hmm. Then that turned into weddings, bar mitzvahs, second weddings, divorce parties. <laughs> it's you know. Divorce parties. <laughs> um, I mean, legit. Their kids graduation parties. Um, mm-hmm. So you know that 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 ran on itself. Um, but at one point, I remember I was doing some other things business wise too, and I uh, was traveled out to Philly. And while I was out there in Philly, my father was like, "Hey, while you're out here, you need to go see an old friend of mine. Mm-hmm. You got to see this guy while you're out there." Um, so his friend was Bobby Eli. 
Mm. Bobby Eli is who uh, produced the original Soul Train theme song. Wow. So, and, you know, I didn't know all of this at the time. He mm -hmm. enlightened me later. But so I went and I hung out with this guy and um, older guy. And he had this uh, studio that was a old mechanic shop that he had converted into a live room. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, the other room. So he had everything set up in here. It was incredible. And hung out with him. And at the time, um, I was getting ready to move to Atlanta or come down here. And so um, I spent some time down here, but he told me, he says, you need to get back to Milwaukee. You should get back to your city. And I remember it being a very hard decision because um, I really didn't want to. <laughs> Anymore. But, but yeah. he had told me the he knew all of the cats that were part of the Roots mm -hmm. and um, that whole neo soul movement, and they were like young kids to him. Mm -hmm. And he had explained to me he was like I saw how they came up, and he's like, and um, he explained to me the the how they came out of just a camaraderie mm -hmm. and being in a single studio and that energy just spread and the creativity and then the whole nation caught onto that buzz and he was like, it's going to happen. He said, it just, it's the cycle of the music business. Mm. He said, it's, I remember when, you know, the stars that came out of that city, he said, there's a lot of industry there that's catered behind the scenes in music. He was like, you know, still have your ties to everywhere else, he said, but you want to get back because when it starts to blow, you want to be a part of it. You want to be a part of it. That's right. And, um, now, mind you, you know, everything was popping here in the A um, at the time already. And I was already DJing down here. And I was a part of, um, still am um, a part of uh, Kizzy Rock's uh, um, uh, DJ crew, uh, which I don't know why the name it, it's like escaped me right now. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I was part of, uh, still am part of his DJ crew. Mm -hmm. And so it was starting, it was difficult to make the decision to, to spend more time back in Milwaukee. So, um, but I eventually did. And that's when I actually hooked up with 40 Mill. Mm -hmm. Then we created our, our team and um, we just really just tried to embed ourselves back with all the, the young folks coming up. Um, and for me, it was like, I, I had missed a period of time mm. back home where there was a lot of excitement, a lot of things like the Cranberry Show uh, was a popular group um, back then. Um, it was a, a number of other young guys that came up, Classic um, and um, Yo Dot and so, some other people, but I, I missed all of their budding starts. Mm -hmm. And um, so I was like the outsider when I came back. You went back it, was, home. it was like the weirdo. So it took it took a while for me to get to know everybody mm -hmm. and um but I was still back and forth and still am back and forth uh, between here and there but I wanted to make sure that I you know gave us so, so much support there and that really gave me the freedom to really start mm -hmm. to have a lot more fun with music mm -hmm. and, and and to start doing production and not just you know a few things here and there and, right that's I'm trying to condense it a little bit, but yeah, no, I mean that but, sounds like a rich, it's been a long, very it's been rich a, background. It is. It's it's been a very interesting ride because of it, because I've been able to play a bunch of different roles. Mm -hmm. You know, I had never intended on engineering records, 
but I, I guess just the background of being with my dad, I had a certain ear how I want to mm-hmm. sing as a sound, and people were like, well, why don't you just, bro, why don't you just mix the record? I'm like, I don't, I don't want to mix the record. It was like, just, just, mix, the, just, just mix, mix the record. record. Just see what you can do. Mm. Next, you know, I'm mixing records. Um, even production, I wasn't intending on being a producer. Um, I was really just consulting on records mm. and giving people tips. Okay, we should probably put a bridge right here or this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Or this is how you should handle the paperwork and stuff like that. And then one day somebody was like, man, why don't you just make the beat too? <laughs> just make the beat. I was like, bro. Um, That's right. Just do it. All right, fine. I'll make beats. Um, until I, I crashed my computer and lost everything. <laughs> Yo, I'm dead. That's a, a real thing. I think almost every producer comes, goes through a crash and uh, almost loses. Man. 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 That's like a nightmare that it's like the worst nightmare you could ever have, but it's real. And I was on Acid Pro. So and that wasn't, that, that was complicated and archaic and a hot mess to even so it was like I literally after that I was like I'm not making no beats I give up and then so, then my cousin came was like no bro you should really make beats got this this program FL Studio mm-hmm. that was like FL Studio 5 he had a crack he was like man you made you, you try this you try this I told you I'm not producing man he showed me something and I was like bro that was that was way simpler than anything I don't mm-hmm. remember so then I ended up back in production mm-hmm. um and even songwriting, I didn't intend to get back into songwriting. And just, you know, I'm in the room said, hey, well, you know, man, I heard you, you sing too, man. I heard people say you sing, man. Man, what should I write here, man? Well, I heard you humming back there in the back of the room, man. Well, mm-hmm. You know, so then I started writing. So it, it was never something I, I set out to do. Um, it just, stuff just mm-hmm. kind of grew and happened. Even what I'm doing now is it just kind of, it's like, man, you're good at that. Why don't you just do that, man? Mm. Oh, okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're gonna go back to, to the introduction and add some more titles onto what he does, right? Not just music producing <laughs> and sound designer. <laughs> I'm saying like songwriter, singer, engineer, composer. Yeah, but you see the one thing—the one thing he has not said was who his dad is, right? You know what I'm saying? See, he ain't said that yet. I'm, 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 I'm been waiting before I ask who his who his dad is. I'm saying he ain't say yet. So my my father's name is Chaz Dixon. Um, oh man. Um, okay, I can't say that without saying um, a question. Everybody usually asks. Everybody. My my real name is Barope. So, and um, I preface that because my father, when he was running with Smokey and mm-hmm. Miracles, and um, Smokey gave him a nickname of Parope. Mm-hmm. And what he did is he took the first two letters of each one of the Miracles names, Bobby, Ronnie, and Pete. Mm-hmm. And he gave it to my father's nickname um, because he said, your voice is like a one-man miracle. Wow. And so that was my father's nickname. So my father gave it to me. But that's how my father was. I mean, he was as much in the industry as, as any mm-hmm. of us. Um, to this day, he still he talks to guys all over the place. Still records music. Um, wow! I actually, helped him. Um, I produced uh, actually two of his albums. I produced and recorded two of his albums um, before and helped him 
along. And, I mean, that was a lot of fun. It, it was that, that right there to like do something with your dad, you know, mm -hmm. with, with all his history and his know-how. That mm -hmm. is, that's an experience. That's an experience, man. That's, yeah, sometimes a lot of people don't have the ability to experience that, having a, a, a father figure constant in their, in their lives. But, um, man, that's, that's a huge impact on just you and the direction that your life ended up going in. So kudos to your dad for that, brother. Like, yeah, that's, that's, I appreciate dad all day. That's awesome. That's, that is super awesome. Yeah, I have a, a cousin or had a cousin who was kind of part of that whole scene mm -hmm. with the whole Motown and singing and going on tour. I never had a chance to meet him. It was so crazy. I tell my kids about it. They're like, Dad, you both lived in St. Louis and you never met Dennis Edwards? I was like, I, I never met him. Ever. Huh. But I ended up finding out that my like fifth cousin or something like that was Dennis Edwards from The Temptations, right? Oh, wow. So, never had a chance to meet him. Period. Ever. You ever reached out to him? or I tried to. But Dennis led a very secluded life in St. Louis, so he didn't really, con he didn't really. Yeah, it's yeah. a different period of time. And I just didn't want to just be like, find your address, like, yo, what up, cuz? What's good? And he can be like, hey, who are you? Why are you here on my property? Right. Call, right. Let me call St. Louis Police Department. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, yeah, that's that's awesome, brother. That that experience for you led you led to where you are today. There's a couple things I want to go back and try to um, clarify. Uh, so, <laughs> so, Bib Ten. Right. Mm -hmm. So what was that? So you said, you know, of course, your response to that was completely different than what your parents response to that was. Um, so what were some of those things that they kind of were watching out for, looking out for that kind of made them go, mm, that's not going to be the right move for you? <sighs> Bruh, man, <laughs> I was um, uh, very impulsive as a kid. Mm. And. I, my interest was all over the place, and I, you know, I was, I was a good kid. You know, I didn't do a bunch of, you know, really stupid stuff, but I did enough stupid stuff. Oh yeah, we all did. You know, That's so right. um, even being a good kid, but my my parents knew that I would, um, it, 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 you know, looking back, because um, they never sat me down and said, "Well, this are all the reasons why," but. Being a parent, I remember them telling me that I was not rich, mm. um, and and I can understand that being in the position I am now and knowing what I was like, um, I, I'm glad they made the decision, and I can see how that was a good decision to make because mm. I would not have sustained that. You know, mm. I probably would have. You know, I came up with some good because naturally I'm, I'm an introvert, very much an introvert. It takes me really feeling comfortable with somebody. Um, I, I like I like one, which is one reason why I like one on one sessions with mm -hmm. artists. I love that. Um, it's. I would not have been able to do all the performances that are required, especially at that time, mm -hmm. you know, in the industry necessary. Um, I just would not have been able to keep it up. I would have burned out. I would have fizzled and said, okay, I'm, I'm on to something else. Like, cause this is not it, you know, I'm bored now or something of that nature. Mm. Um, you know, and like most people back then, I probably would have signed a horrible contract to uh, probably be pinched to this mm -hmm. day. And, 
you know, all that kind of stuff. And they knew enough about the industry for many reasons as to why that wasn't, you know, um, healthy, mm. you know, for me to go into. Um, you know, I've heard a lot uh, uh, about a lot of industry children that the parents say, man, I do, I do not want my son to go into this industry. Uh-huh. And I can understand that. And I can understand some of the conversations I remember and still have with my father. Um, and he still is, he still tells me to this day, he's like, be careful about, you know, the decisions you make, mm-hmm. who you get with and, you know, be mindful of that. Take your time. Don't rush. And, mm-hmm. um, so and I probably wouldn't have listened at that time, or as as much as a fourteen year old, yeah, fifteen I mean, year old kid would yeah. would a whole lot of blank checks and leeway and pressure would have mm-hmm. you know listened. You know what I'm saying? So um, they knew me better than that. Um, that that's what I can ascertain from it. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. from what my father's said to me over the years, you know. But I've never really had a, a sit down. You know, now that I think about it, probably would be a good conversation to have. Like, Dad, why did you? Like, why did <laughs> what, you say what that? Was you? What I mean, was I can guess, but Dad, I mean, seriously, right. what did you see in me? You see, I was an idiot that much. <laughs> um, and he probably would look at me and say, "Yes, son, yeah, 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 yeah. an idiot." Um, but yeah, that's that's my thinking on it. Um, is probably lack of self control mm-hmm. back then too. Um, you know, again, hormones and. And it was a lot more money yeah. thrown around at, you know. Way uh, more money. You know, so mm-hmm. there's no telling what I would have said yes to inadvertently or not mm-hmm. said yes to and, you know, really messed myself up, you know, so. And, uh, yeah, because most people just kind of jump right at the opportunity. Oh, you right. got a deal on the table? Cool. Parents are like, they're looking at them bills like, yeah, I'll go ahead and sign with. Whoever you need to sign with so we can make sure everything that we got is taken taken mm-hmm. care of. But I think having someone, your father in your life who knew the industry, who knew some of the risk and rewards, but mm-hmm. was able to provide you with just just the right decision making process to say, you know, you want legacy versus just impulsivity, right? And I mm-hmm. think a lot of times today we live in a very <clears throat> impulsive world in a, in a very impulsive music environment like we want everything now we got to have everything now and it's like people signing deals left and right but without really considering what their what their legacy truly is and what they're really getting out of it mm-hmm. so i think that's yeah all fathers should be doing that man you know i'm saying guiding your, your young men to be to be men sure, at least that's what i try to do man man and my, my father <laughs> he did not slack so <laughs> to to this day he still but son what you doing mm-hmm. slow slow down you sure you want to make that move so yeah I, I appreciate that and I, I I try to be the same way with my, my kids as mm-hmm. well um, but yeah no that, I, I think that's a main I think also too some of it may have came from his own past mm. and what troubles he you know went uh, went through um, and then what struggles that, you know, uh, put on my mother and father's mm-hmm. marriage and things of that nature. I, I think all of that played a part in his decision making. And, and probably, um, I think recently, like my, my grandfather just passed recently. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and at I remember being at the the repass, and one of his old band members that hadn't seen me since I was like probably that age, mm -hmm. he came to me. He was like, "Man, you are exactly like your father at when he was your age, like wow. exactly." So I can understand now why my father may have looked at me and said, "No, you are just mm -hmm. like, and I know how I was." I did what I said yes to, mm -hmm. so yeah, nah, bro, right. ain't gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> so that's right, that's right. That's what's up, brother. That's what's up. Cool, man. So I want to talk about rhythmatics, brother, and kind of where that came from, and what you what you do, what you guys do with rhythmatics. Rhythmatic. Let me make sure I say that right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So talk a little bit about that. Oh man, how'd you get into doing that? So, um, <clears throat> oh boy. Well, I, I remember um, one of the things when I when I decided, okay, well, I'm, I'm gonna plant the flag back home. Um, I started. I lost touch with everything that was going. So I started studying and looking up and seeing who's popping, who's mm -hmm. you know what producers. And it was this one producer that was just creative as all get out. He popped up everywhere. He was doing beats for some of everybody back back home and he was very he didn't have what I thought was a style mm. he was very versatile one of the most versatile guys at the time that mm. I, I could come across on uh, and that was popular popping he was out there you know mm -hmm. I didn't have to like go show up at somebody's back room door to like figure out who he was or nothing mm. so and I liked his stuff his stuff was just dope you know, had way better drums than I could ever have. Mm. I was just like impressed. I was like, man, dude, I gotta do something with this guy, man. It's like, this guy. So I remember, I get on IG, and I was on Facebook, and I, I inbox him. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, uh, excuse me, uh, Mr. Uh, 40 Mill. It's like, well, look, um, I just, you know, I came back to Milwaukee from Atlanta, um, and, uh, trying to find some guys to work with, and I really like your style, man. I, we got, we got to get up and collab, man. I, I really want to collab mm -hmm. with you, get do, you know, get some work done. Uh, and his reply to me was, um, yeah, I'm really busy. Um, that's probably not going to happen. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so uh, maybe just send me something, and I'll see. <laughs> so that's where that went. Mm -hmm. um, but I started... Um, I, I got with uh, another uh, producer and then my father as well and then um, another singer. And we decided, you know, well, I really was like, hey, let's make this a collective and really start to hone in our skills. And I was mm -hmm. like, look, I, I want to put out records. I want to I want to find very talented people. So everybody that I got with at that point was very talented. And uh, one singer, she can sing her butt off. Oh my goodness! Um, and uh, she, we were working on some stuff from her, and she looked and said, "Look, man, Payday, uh, I got this other producer. I, I just called him. He's gonna come through. Um, I've worked with him before. This guy is really, really dope." And uh, she was like, "I could just imagine like the two of y'all doing something. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, it, it'd be cold. And I think, especially on these next couple songs, we work. I think it'd be." just mind-blowing mm -hmm. you do some space age stuff and i was like okay i'm i'm down with it you know who's who's the guy she was like 40 mil i'm like oh <laughs> yes yes 
He's been standing me up forever. This is perfect. So he comes by and he was all business. All business. Comes in and sets up everything. Boom, boom, boom. I set up some melodies. He knocks out some dr- I mean, he did it on his headphones. Uh-huh. What's the BPM on that? All right. Five minutes later. I might have been longer, might have been less. Felt like five minutes. It's got the full arrangement of drums. And it's like, here's, here's the fives. And I pop it in. I'm like, what the freak, bro? Mm. Dope. I had to stop the session. I'm like, bro, you incredible, bro. Like, and then he listened, he's like, man, yeah, this is this is pretty dope. And I was like, bro, bro. And I remember, um, I don't remember if it was at that session, I called him or something. I remember us having a phone conversation and I told him then, I was like, look, bro. You know Milwaukee. I know the industry. I was like, I'm telling you, bro, like, mm-hmm. we, we can make something happen. We can really make something happen, bro. And, and and I hear something with you. I was like, bro, you can go way further than me. I was like, I want to at least, if nothing else, I want to plug you in with some folks, man, that can take you. Mm. And, uh, See, I like, oh, I love that. I love that mentality when it comes to helping other people. Because you don't really see that a lot of days. You see most people just being out for themselves, you know. But I love when people want to help other people succeed in their vision and in their their craft. You know, not from a selfish perspective, like, oh, I'm going to help you so I can get something out of it. But I want to help you so that, because you're just dope. And I think that you bring a lot of stuff to the table. Like, that's a perfect mentality to have. And what was, um, and you know, and I felt like that for everybody, but um, especially for 40, because I had watched him, and forgive me. No, no, you're good, brother. See, that shows you the impact of the relationship. Like, that's, that's perfect. That, that's my brother. But um, I remember uh, I just watched him and I knew he was so cold. Mm. And I was like, bruh, I was like, you bigger than this. You bigger than, than what you're doing now. And uh, I just knew that, you know, I, I knew the avenues enough that I was like, man, if I just get you, I know you're just going to run because you're a hustler. I was like, man, you're a hustler, man. But, you know, your 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 ear for everything and your versatility is, man. You just, man. If we can just break you out the city and get you plugged in, man. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man. I'm telling you, you are going to run with this. You going, you know, the right door open and it's it's on. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, I I want you to have that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he kind of <laughs> ho hum me, <laughs> 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 but. Um, even when I started, uh, um, uh, I, got, I got hooked up with with iStandard and and shout out and and um, R.I.P. to Kells because she was the one that mm. uh, reached out to me, and uh, so I, I started getting with iStandard. And I mm. remember I was telling him, man, I was like, man, you need to come, you need to come, man, come with me, bro. I'm telling you, this, yeah, this is it. And he was like, yeah. Mm. I'm, I'm not doing that. No, I, 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 it just, 
I love making music. I'm, I'm doing this. I'm working. He was like, you call me for a session, bro. We're going we gonna to cook all day. It's rhythmatics to, to death. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. You know, we're going we gonna to keep rolling. But, I, you know, I'm, I'm not... I'm not doing all that, bro. It's, I, I just uh, he, he didn't didn't have the belief yet, and uh, I remember a couple times, and I came back, and I forget what it was, but one of the A three Cs, he looked at me. I think it was uh, my second one. He was like, "I'm gonna go with you. I'm mm. going to A three C with you this time, bro. I ain't, you ain't about to come back here with all these stories and right. all this stuff without me." He was like, nah, nah, it's something, mm -hmm. I see it in you. It's like, so I'm I'm, I'm going to go. And he still was kind of like, you know, I'm just going <laughs> like on a reconnaissance mission. And after that, man, it's been incredible. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm more excited for him and what he's got going. Um, you know, matter of fact, it's, it's really him that has pushed me a lot of times into mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, stepping out in the front row uh, because otherwise I'll st I'm happy in the back. I'm, ha I'm the guy that's happy being in the studio, mm -hmm. having the one-on-one -on -one conversations. Uh, I love the creative aspect. I love the business aspect. I'm not so much of the upfront guy. So for years on purpose, I, I let him be the guy in front. Mm -hmm. um, I let him do all that because I just didn't want the attention. Um, and he would push me for you. But bro, why don't you do this? You need to do that. No, you're good at that, man. Just, just do it. Mm. And um, I, I appreciate him for that. Um, but it was for the most part, I was always like, look, no, nah, you, you do it. You, you go ahead and make that happen. And just through the years, we've, um, and our, our families have spent time together. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we've, we've done a lot of things together. You know, really bonded like brothers. You know. Um, you know, when the ups and downs and the frustrations and, you know, you're dealing with various artists and, and you know, things happen. Um, I remember being on the phone with him plenty of times, like, bro, yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> 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 and, you know, he was the one that brought Yahanse to me. He was like, man, no, 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 brother. Yahanse, you gotta, you gotta meet this guy, Yahanse. I was like, if you, I mean, at, at this point, you know, uh, at that point, it was, you know, well, if you say, gee, I say, oh, bro, let's go. Let's go. You let's know, do it. If, if you vouch for this person, I'm, I'm with it. I'm already. I ain't got no problem. Um, and it is, it's been great ever since. Um, so really, a, a lot of things are 40, you know. He's, he, he a lot of times he would push me into doing the beat battles because I really didn't. I never mm -hmm. wanted to do a beat battle. He got me into doing that. He, he, you know, would sit back and, you know, coach me and and on all that because I'm I'm a song guy. I'm like, mm -hmm. man, I, I like a song arrangement. I ain't know what beat battle. I didn't even know it was a whole different beast. <laughs> I remember I think my beast. first beat battle. I'm playing like right. some Kenny G type mess or something, man. He was like, bro, what, what? this is a beat battle. What are you doing at? I'm like, huh, bro, that's what I know. I don't know. So. <laughs> I was that guy. Never won a beat battle. Um, That's okay. But you realize yeah. a lot of people who are doing beat battles never really won them. But they are probably 
very successful in just the music industry period from a producer perspective, but I've never won a beat battle. Mm-hmm. Now I learned a lot from. Oh the, man, you learn a heck man, of a lot. Man, so like he was a man. He would be very emphatic about man. You need to go to beat battles. You know, you listen to that. You hear what they did, bro. Like well, he was the one that helped me wrap my head around mm-hmm. that learning experience all the time and, mm. and and soaking that stuff in. And um, man, I, I, I it, it's yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to figure out how to do these crazy 808 patterns that I hear in, in songs all day. I don't know how to do none of that. I'm slides and <laughs> I don't know how to do none of that. I don't know how to do regular boom, 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 boom. Eight regular 808s, but I, oh my goodness. But that's why I went to beat battles. So I could hear like, oh wow, why did they do it that way? Right. Yeah, that was ingenious how they did it that way. Why did and so I'll sit and my kids know because they'll come in and catch me. I'll sit and watch like Battle of the Beatmakers, mm-hmm. the the tournament up in Canada. I'll sit and watch an entire episode and I mean whole season and it's like six videos and I'll just be in the studio just watching like yo like the guy who just won it um 2019 his name is unknown Asian dude from North Korea I mean he's in Seattle but he's born in the kill he won the whole thing killed it but when I heard his stuff I was like oh I gotta check this out yo how did he do that what made him do it that way oh you know, so you learn a lot when you go to beat battles and you hear what other producers are doing. I mean, they may not necessarily tell you, oh, I EQ'd it this way and I rolled it off here or I added this particular compression or this distortion to it. But you can hear it and you go, wow, that was different. Why do you do it that way? Man, you know what's funny is that I've, I I used to want, um, I remember, you know what, I'm going to go back. Because I was just having this conversation about uh, FKI first. Mm-hmm. So when they were, I remember they did a video um, when it was a team of them. Um, mm-hmm. I watched a video when, when Travis Porter was popping. And he did like a quick video on YouTube. And this was unheard of still of doing a YouTube tutorial. You know, basically mm-hmm. like even, even giving a little bit of the secret mm-hmm. sauce of what they was doing. And I remember they gave a little bit. And it was one point, I think I looked and I was like, oh, wow, that was less elaborate than I imagined in my head that it was. And mm-hmm. I would have did it way different. And I think uh, somewhere along that time, I realized I was like, I really don't want to know what exactly somebody, because half the fun is like, okay. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, okay, because you might stumble across something different mm-hmm. by mistake just trying to like figure out what they did you're like oh i ain't figure out what they did but this sound pretty dope right here mm-hmm. i think i'm gonna keep this in the pocket <laughs> <laughs> you know that's right and and that's 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 so much fun yeah. that's so much fun yeah uh, but, but it helps when you got somebody like 40 mil mm-hmm. that like do some stuff s- stupid and then you like bro what the heck was that Shout out to 40 mil, bro. For real. Appreciate you, my dude. Greatly appreciate you. I was telling y'all even before we began that I met him at uh, A3C 2017. And we just clicked. And it was just, we. I think we actually sat next to each other during, during the, um, I think it was the Manny Fresh session. Mm-hmm. I think we were just sitting next to each other. And we just, just clicked and hit it off and just stayed in touch. And it was just, shout out to 40 mil, bro. Shout out to you, my dude. Man. 
Yeah. Matter of fact, I remember we did a beat battle for Ice Standard in Chicago, and we prepped. This was the we. I don't know. We had um, another homie of ours who actually got me to go over to Pro Tools and start learning Pro Tools. Because I was like dead set against it. I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm a producer. I don't mix. I don't engineer. <laughs> and he was like, Payday, I'm telling you, just learn Pro Tools. It's just, man, if you if you can do FL, you can do Pro Tools. I was like, not going to happen. <laughs> A year later, I got Pro Tools. Mm. Man. So anyway, but we had him. We did these sessions where we would sit, the three of us in the room, and... Um, Literally, I would start something. I'd do like four bars or something. And we'd come up with a concept of what we were going to sample or mm-hmm. whatever, what kind of idea. And then I'd start an idea. I'd literally pass those four bars to 40. And 40 would take those four bars and do another eight bars. And he'd take it in whatever direction he felt like. Mm-hmm. And then I'd get it back and I'd take it somewhere else based off of the inspiration mm-hmm. of what he did. And then we gave it to the engineer, Chris G, and uh, uh, the homie Chris G, uh, very talented engineer. He, he, he's, he's one of those guys, too, to kind of keep to himself. Mm-hmm. So he's like full of gold information, but if you, you, ain't, you don't really know, he ain't going really to talk to you. <laughs> but mm-hmm. he, uh, he took it and he mixed. And um, I, so we did that for all the beats we did at this high standard and to this day we like go back and listen to that stuff we're like man what the heck were we on and i remember um who was it it was uh uh why can't i think of his name right now anyway one one of the producers um was like one of the judges and they're like man dude i could just listen to this over and over again Mm. we didn't win that one either but um he was like man i just and that for us, that was like enough of a, that was mm-hmm. like, okay, that means you're confused uh, and you can't really say, I was like, you're entertained. Like that's what this was, wasn't meant for a rapper or anything mm-hmm. else. We really just wanted to have you like, wow. And um, that's what it was. But that's, I none of that would have happened without 40 mil mm-hmm. in the room because his, his ear is just different, you know. That's so, what's up. Thanks to that brother. Yeah. Thanks to you, brother. Really appreciate it. Man, one day when you come down here, we gotta have you on the show. Like, I'm seeing your text. Stop playing around. But uh <laughs> yo, so plug the sound packs that man that you guys do. Like, oh man. Like, they do sound design and oh my goodness. Yeah, uh, let's talk about that. Man, uh I'm 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 gonna rewind. Forty was is the original sound pack man. Mm. He was a guy, he did drums and stuff. And um, matter of fact, I used to chop up his kits. And uh, one day he looked at me, he was like, man, he, matter of fact, most of the work we would do, I would just send him something that I started. And he was like, man, you should do sound bags. I'm like, no, that's not really my thing, brother. No, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even know what that is. No, 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 bro, you got to do sound bags. So um, he was doing them and he had his site on... Uh, uh, Bandcamp, mm-hmm. and he had sound packs. And I remember one time he did a. It was one of the games like Street Fighter or something. And MS, I think I still got it. MS is cold. And he just has an ear for that. So then he eventually pressured me. He's like, "Man, no, you got to really. You should really do 
like you have an ear for this weird stuff, you should just mm -hmm. do it, put it out there. Um, I was like, ah, man, you sure? This is some, this is just like stuff I'm doing, bruh. Mm. He was like, no, 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 no. So um, I went and set up. Eventually, it took a while for me to actually get serious about it. And I was like, okay, you know what? All right, this is something I really, I really want to do. Um, and then we set up, uh, well, I set up, I've got my side, he's got his. Eventually, we're going to pair everything together and have it on one common link. Mm -hmm. But uh, um, he has gone into, it was funny because we've actually inspired each other. So he mm -hmm. inspired me to get serious about it and actually just really do sound packs and sample packs. Mm -hmm. So um, I've started doing drum kits and sample packs and uh, I, I keep a lot of them available. Some I make not available. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like these are just funny. Um, Yes, um, and it's a lot of fun. And with that in turn, he, he we would talk all the time. We still talk all the time. And um, he was like, "Man, it's like, bro, you inspired me to to get you know on my own melody loops." And mm -hmm. I'm like, "Bro, you was already doing it. What you mean? Like that's what you do." I, but somehow it, it mm. inspired him to now do it and see it as something possible. So then he started. And I'm like, "Bro, that's dope." So now we've got all these ideas back and forth. It's so much fun to do because it's, for us, we have so many ideas and um, creatives around us already too. And then, you know, just our backgrounds is, um, we don't have to follow the rules mm -hmm. of making a song. Mm -hmm. It's like, we, we know that, we understand that, you know, song arrangement, but to do that, you don't have to have any rules. So you just, there's no rules, just man. Do like, something. Do stuff, make stuff. What sounds good, be creative. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then that's what, you know, when it comes down to it, it's, it's fun, it's enjoyable, it, um, it's not the same pressure. Mm -hmm. um, and it keeps it fresh for us. So we got off into that. And then, not to mention, we'd have a lot of, uh, we started getting, actually, because he's more, out in the open and probably talks more with people mm -hmm. than I do because I'm the kind of guy that my all my alerts are shut off on my phone so I don't get no alerts um, if you send me a text I don't get an alert for that mm -hmm. like I just uh, uh, so I don't talk to people one-on-one -on -one on mm -hmm. you know I'm a I like to study spend time with kids and stuff and, and, and that sounds like another music and another friend of mine I ain't gonna say your name though <laughs> so, but it's always on like don't disturb and oh bro I didn't see your text until like three days later yeah so uh, like literally <laughs> I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't even get an Instagram message unless I'm looking for it mm. so man it, it's, it's a lot more freeing because at one point I had a problem with it because it was just too much mm -hmm. and it was just too much it was over sensory I got Facebook bouncing off and, and that's mm -hmm. good that's not even with me talking to as many people as it's 40. 40 knows how to balance that a lot better and, and deal with that. And uh, it, 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 that's like mm. just too much for me. So, uh, allows me to really kind of balance things out and be in the moment mm -hmm. a lot better, um, and, and manage that. Um, so he would get people coming back and say, man, man, that, uh, man, that stuff that painting played, man, on, on, 
Facebook or IG or whatever, or whatever you played, and that was his, man, man. Oh, I didn't know, yeah, man, what, can, where can I get some of that? Or whatever, mm-hmm. ooh, uh, you know, or I randomly get some like, man, you, Francis, you make sound like, man, you guys send me some or whatever. So it just mm-hmm. kind of developed into that. And I was like, okay, well, I guess if there's interest, I guess I'll mm-hmm. do it for real. It helped too because at one point um, I went and took Mario Luciano, big sample pack maker, mm-hmm. um, incredible talented ear. This guy is incredible. Um, I took one of his classes, and um, uh, and I really wanted to talk to him because I wanted the confirmation. Mm-hmm. So I took the class with him, and I just wanted to see what am I missing? What am I? He gave me a lot of great tips and everything and on the business side of it and, you know, marketing direction, things of that nature. So that that helped a lot. So mm-hmm. that's also was a, another stamp. And that was also because 40 was like, man, you should you should do it. Take the class. Why not? He's like, I don't think you need it, but he's yeah. like, take the class. I'm like, bro, it's always something. It can't, you can't, I really believe you can't be full of yourself and think you got all the mm-hmm. answers. Because if you already got all the answers, then you have no room for new answers. Mm-hmm. You know, and if that's the case, then you stop growing. If there's nowhere, nothing more to reach for, then right, yeah, growth, stops. Growth, growth stops. You know, um, and I never wanted to be that way. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so especially when it comes to creativity, I didn't, I never have wanted to stump my creativity and do the same thing all all the time. Um, so I went into that then. Started running. Then me and um, Audio Anthem, Crate League, we got to be really good friends. Um, and then there's another producer that, you know, thanks 40 Mill, I got to meet from back home Milwaukee, um, Came One. Mm-hmm. Came One, really dope sample maker. Yeah, I'm plugging the name. Um, he recently uh, just got placement with uh, Rick Ross and also Kanye. Awesome stuff. He stepped the street. Okay. There you go. So, um, <laughs> So all of that is like now you got this hub of, of creatives and mm-hmm. sample makers and you know we talk all the time and, and good, do different ideas and, and stuff and we I'm sure we inspire each other like Ooh, I like how you did that mm-hmm. you know so it's it's like a it's like a niche of the producer you know collective yeah, it's like a, a community community exactly yeah, that's what's up it, it's dope it's dope and it's it's, it's so that's. That's what it is. It's what it is. I don't know how to really else call it. It's fun. Um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's what's up, man. 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 Yeah. So where can people connect and find you? Um, they can find me uh, on IG, DJ underscore Payday. Um, also at uh, DJ underscore Payday at Twitter. Um, and... Uh, Plug the packs, sellify.com slash DJ under, uh, DJ Payday, no underscore. Um, Check out that Borderlands. <laughs> uh, bro, wait, wait, we got, oh, I, I got some other ideas, bro. Like, oh, man. Ooh, I'm not going to. Because I heard this, they got like, like six or seven of them up there. I've been eyeing them. Like, when I listened to them last night, I was like, oh, oh. I just heard the ones that was on your Instagram. Oh, 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 oh. See, so oh. oh, I'm seeing the one I went did off uh, strictly a, a mood grandmother. I made it do stuff it ain't supposed to do. Oh, oh. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sellify.com <clears throat> slash DJ Payday. Man. But yeah, man. Yeah, check us out there. Uh, also, um, we have uh, Rhythmatics.com and uh, spelled like it sounds and on IG at Rhythmatics uh, as well. Man, so that, that's where you can find us, and uh, and even on Facebook we have a Rhythmatics uh, a page as well, so you can join that group and lock in, become a fan, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. we talk you will about be. it. Man, that's what's up, brother. Man, I appreciate you being here, man. It's just I've been wanting to sit down with you for a while, um, even since when I re-saw you back at um, hey, where were we? Patchworks. Okay. Yeah, we were at Patchworks. Yeah. It was on A3C. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were at Patchworks for the Native Instruments joint. Man. Yeah. Man. Yep. A lot of talented people in the room, man. Man. Bruh. Bruh. See, those are the those are the secret things that people don't like. We do A3C and it's, and it's amazing, but it's the stuff that happens afterwards. That's man. Whew. No, no. Next level stuff. You, you know what come to mind first when you say that? I was about to say his real name. Major Seven's dad, that food. Yo, bruh, yo, uh, bruh. Major Seven, aka well, I ain't gonna say your real name, but everybody know it anyway. But still, <laughs> still Major Seven. Um, yeah, I need your dad to. Um, I'm just gonna text you, bro. Don't even. I'm just. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna text you because I need your dad to mm-hmm. to do some stuff because mm-hmm. his food. Man, yo, he made some. Uh, I'm, so I'm vegetarian, right? And he made some. Um, the tofu thing, yo. Sure, that's all I gotta say. Man. I was like, yo, what's this? Mmm. This thing was okay, but yeah, that's for another time, because but we're gonna sit and run out of time. But uh <laughs> man, I appreciate you being on the show, brother. Greatly appreciate yeah, it. Thanks for having me. Oh, and I forgot to plug yeah. uh merch coming. Get the merch. Rhythmatics. Yeah. Get the merch. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another episode of We Create Music TV. You can always catch us every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at www.wecreatemusic.tv You can check out past episodes with some great producers, singer-songwriters, but make sure you check us out. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on Instagram, of course, Twitter. But thank you very much for tuning in. Peace out.